breaking news and trending talk with Mike and McCarty. Mornings on 1017 FM and 710 Keel. Abby. One hundred one seven FM, seven ten Keel, Mike and McCarty. This is just a bad situation. The Shreveport officer involved shooting. Mm-hmm. Um, this is just when I heard my my biggest. I don't know when when I heard that the uh, suspect was, they didn't find a weapon, on or near him. Right, and I don't want to try anybody. In, in the court of public opinion, I'm not trying to, to lambast anybody. I'm saying this is just this is just tragic. It is tragic. It, it, it really. And it's a young police officer. This guy is 23 years old, Aaron. Mm. On the job, what, a year and a half, two years, maybe? Um, brand new officer, really, in the grand scheme of things. And, you know, I don't know. I don't know how you are him. My my folks that from inside the police department say he was crying on the scene he was literally crying on the scene when he realized what had happened and um begging for the man to live which is uh, well such a tragedy the uh state police the, the head of the louisiana state police colonel lamar davis came up here from baton rouge mm-hmm. during this investigation and uh, I remember one of his statements was, as soon as the shooting took place, both officers immediately began uh, rendering first aid. Yes. You know, as the uh, as the ambulance, you know, was on its way. Mm-hmm. 43-year-old Alonzo Bagley was the man who apparently was running from officers and was shot. And he was later pronounced dead. Um it was a domestic violence call, you know, and, and I mean, people will tell you those are pretty dangerous calls in some cases mm-hmm. and can be. Those are very dangerous calls because in a situation where even if a woman calls because maybe she's, you know, being beaten up on or abused, mm-hmm. when when her spouse or boyfriend or provider gets handcuffed, there's a reality that sets in. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times they panic. And they go after the officers. It's it's an odd it's an odd sensation. Mm-hmm. But I I don't know what and I don't know what happened in this one. The the, uh, uh, the investigation a, is yeah, ongoing. Apparently, a neighbor called police, from what I'm told, and you know heard some skirmishes. We don't know the full story yet. We don't know what happened in the in this case. Um, we just know that SPD has kind of stepped aside. They're letting state police handle the investigation. Mm-hmm. And we've got audio. From uh, Colonel Lamar Davis in his press conference from yesterday mm-hmm. and in what he has to say. It's important for me to be here today to speak with you and as well as our public safety partners so that we can ensure that everybody understands that we're going to conduct this investigation as accurately and as thoroughly as possible. Okay? We're in the process of, of conducting this investigation. We're gathering the facts as we stand right now. And while we do not have all of the information, I did want to take and provide some information to the community and give you all an update. 
So please bear with us as I'm only able to discuss the facts of the case as it is today, as this investigation is ongoing. On Friday, February 3rd, the Shreveport Police Department requested LSP Bureau of Investigations, Criminal Investigations Division conduct an officer-involved shooting that occurred in the city of Shreveport. The preliminary investigation revealed that at approximately 10.51 p.m. on February 3rd, 2023, two Shreveport police officers responded to the Villa Norte apartment complex located in the 1600 block of Fullerton Street in reference to a domestic disturbance call. Upon their arrival, officers encountered 43-year-old Mr. Alonzo Bagley inside the apartment. Mr. Bagley accessed the balcony from the rear bedroom door and jumped to the ground. He then fled from officers. SPD officer Alexander Toller was chasing Mr. Bagley on foot and Officer Toller located Mr. Bagley a short time later. Upon rounding a corner of the building, Officer Toller observed Mr. Bagley and fired one shot from his surface weapon, which struck Mr. Bagley in the chest. Both officers immediately began to render first aid. Mr. Bagley was transported to Oshner LSU Health in Shreveport for treatment, but was later pronounced deceased. The incident scene was processed by the Louisiana State Police Crime Scene Technicians and evidence analysis remain ongoing. Detectives did not locate any weapons near or on the person of Mr. Bagley. Louisiana State Police detectives are still gathering evidence and interviewing those involved in the incident. I'm asking for the community to remain patient as we continue to conduct a very thorough investigation. While some may think that this is something that we can come and arrive to a conclusion immediately, I offer that it's incumbent upon us to conduct a very thorough investigation so that we have all the facts. Transparency in the investigation is a priority for our agency. And as we move forward in the investigation, we'll work to review all of the evidence, determine further information to be released, including the body one camera and zero. One oh one seven FM seven ten seven ten keel. Okay, uh, on on a let me change gears here a little bit. You sent me a text yesterday that I literally, I'm sitting in my studio working by myself. I burst out laughing. Yeah, me I'm too. Sorry, I burst out laughing, and I'm really sorry because I <laughs> I think someone put it on our keel Facebook page. Um, it says, "Okay, now see what you did." <laughs> We're referring to Bickham Dixon Park, because um, I just went driving through there the other day and noticed that it's really cleaned up and the roads are open, everything was in there, but there was a lot of people, men, uh, backed into parking spots, just kind of chilling. And you know, I know what they're there for. Don't act like I'm, I'm not that naive, but um, I was just wondering, is this their new location? They're just there to have lunch. Yeah, go to have lunch. Sit there in peace and quiet. Now. On our Facebook page. Okay, now see what you did, LOL. They have the gate locked. They've locked that main gate. You know, you can go in the main park, but then to go to the left, to go into the back part, that gate is back locked. 
We just talked about it for a day. <laughs> and now they got it locked. And now I don't know if this was, this looks like the middle of the day. This doesn't look like it's close to sunset and they're going out and shut the gates. I'm going to have to uh, mosey on over there today and see is the gate really still locked. But um, the park was gorgeous. I mean, it's still got a lot of cleaning up. Don't get me wrong. But they've got all the mud and debris and trees off the roadway. But um, some but, of the folks in our town are taking it and using it for purposes they probably shouldn't. I'll just probably. Leave it I'll just leave it at that. But as far as a park, okay, what is there to do to go in? No, I, no, I don't mean that. In, in, well, <laughs> I mean what do? You, you can't fish kids. Okay, you can go fish. You can go fish. I saw. I did see one man go in the second time I went to the park. I saw a man driving in with his dog. You could run your dog. Okay. Because you can. I mean, there's nobody out there. You could let a dog loose. I get. I'm not saying do that because I don't think that's legal. But I guess you could probably. No, my do wife that. looks for places. We had three that. You know, you got to run dogs. They, they gotta, love to. They yeah. got to run. Mm -hmm. And uh, you can't do it on a leash. So right. you know, she tries to find places out of the way, away from everybody else. And some dogs and are not good run. in a dog park. I mean, they just not. They're not. Oh, we have socialized. one that will not. Yes, she, we got her from the pound. Mm -hmm. She was already an adult. Habits were established. So doesn't play well with others. When I take her on a walk, and, and which I do every evening. I've got a harness on her, you know, mm -hmm. and, and, and the leash so I can control her because she'll just go after somebody on a bicycle. Yeah. Now, I don't know yeah. what she'd do if she ever caught, caught them. Right, exactly. But it's it's great fun for her to go after them. Yes. So she, so she does like to take them out to places mm -hmm. outside of town or away from everybody so they can run. Just let them run. And Bickham Dixon's a great place for that. Again, I'm not saying do it. I'm saying it's a you know it's a beautiful park. It's okay. got 580 acres. But there acres. are no slides anymore and swing nope. sets no or picnic, picnic tables. No, even. those are all gone. You know, I'm hoping they'll put them back. I'm hoping their their plan is to have some of that back. Um, right now, it's a nature park. Mm -hmm. You know, you can go. I saw a lot of birds. I saw a lot of you know wildlife and and uh, different varieties of trees. And you know, in the middle of town, it would be nice to be able to go sit in some quiet. You oh, know, yeah. and, and enjoy a sandwich. or mm -hmm, Absolutely. Or if you're a, a photographer, I mean, it's a great place for photo ops. Yeah. I mean, there were so many spots. And you can see it at keelnews.com, all the great sites at mm -hmm. the park. It's beautiful. But I'm sa and, and I'm going to have to go verify that the gate is closed again. And maybe it was, you know, 530 in the evening and they went out and shut the gate and, and it's back open. Send us a message on the Shreveport Security Systems message board if you mosey through Bickham Dixon and, you know, let us know. Is that gate to the left as you go in? Is it back open? Or they, they I guess they open it at sunrise, I, you know, I would imagine. I don't know. But I was sad to see that they locked the gate back. Uh, oh well, I didn't mean to do that. <laughs> well, I don't think you did. Well, I know, but I'm. But if they're hearing that it's been taken over by diddlers, I'm not supposed to say that word, am I? Then, then that's a problem. Right. You know. So can't have nice things. I know it's sad. It really is. It really is sad. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to take you to task. By the way. Uh oh. Yeah. What did I do this time? I. Oh boy! It has to re in in relation to the Grammys. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And, and <laughs> yeah, we'll do that this oh, hour. Can't wait. One hundred one seven FM's.
You, oh, I just thought of a great bumper. What? Well, I can't tell you. Okay. Surprise us. I have, to, right. I have to see if I can get it. Okay. Uh, 101.7 FM, 710 Keel. Mike and McCarty. And Ruben. We were talking a moment ago. Aaron, Ruben, you know, okay, you've announced you're having surgery. Yes, I am. We, on Thursday, you know, yeah. That's, I'm not letting anything out. And you can talk about the other two. I don't care. I, I really don't. <laughs> I'm not, I don't mean to laugh. I'm you not laughing. You want to take me out and shoot me. That's what he said to me. Okay. <laughs> I, That's what he said. With that. <laughs> I, we, we, at what point is it more merciful to take you in the back of a field and put you out of your misery? Because <laughs> you've got this shoulder pain that you've been dealing with, and now your shoulder doesn't even hurt anymore because you're Back is your my, your, my back is jack hips or my my, my out back of yeah my, your your head fell off the other day while you were driving it just fell off <laughs> I've got a I've got a uh, this and and when I told the the PT guy yesterday I said this feel and I told you this yesterday I think I said this pain today is worse than birth, childbirth you, did. you said that in I, which which I can't even imagine it feels like right now I'm feeling like I have a knife stabbing in the bottom left of my back somebody just boom keeps stabbing okay so now you've got that and you said your shoulder doesn't hurt anymore my shoulder pain is gone <laughs> and I'm two days away from shoulder surgery there was an episode of house oh you know dr. house and his leg, you know, you know the story. Oh yeah, you know, you're mm -hmm. familiar with it. Well, there was one episode where he bang, he broke his hand he, because his leg hurt so bad <laughs> that it was pain transfer. Oh my god! His leg didn't hurt anymore because wow. he broke his hand. Oh, and that's man. what I got to thinking. Well, that's why your shoulder doesn't hurt because yes. now your my back and my hips are so crazy. break your foot and then your back won't hurt anymore. Can we pick something like like pinky finger? Yeah, maybe that would you know I could live without the pinky finger. We could just snap it a minute. I good. Grief, I'm just. Girl. It is. Uh, and I, right now, thank you for the I ice pack for you when you hit like seventy. Oh, or... I know, I know. Stuff's gonna just start My breaking gosh. down. And you know, I'm looking around the building, going, uh, if I need a hip replacement, whose do I want? No, not hers. <laughs> Not hers. <laughs> Neither one of you guys. I'm trying to find a good hip. You know, if, if you're going to donate a hip, you know, whatever. Can you donate a hip? No, you can't donate you a can't hip. Donate a hip. You have to get a rotator, a, a, a robotic hip, I guess, these days. But I'm not. I don't want any more surgery. You know, they called me the other day and they said, uh, you, "You haven't met your deductible. You be sure you bring thirty five hundred dollars with you on your day of surgery." <laughs> okay, let me just get that out from under my mattress. Yeah, let me just go. So yeah, we're we're uh, we're. We got all that taken care of. It's all squared you know, away, and heard, I'm ready. You've, you've heard that that 82 year old woman. Well, oh, she fell and broke her hip. Oh, you know, God. a lot of times it's actually the other way around. Her hip broke, <laughs> and she fell. <laughs> she fell. Yeah, I mean, exactly. Seriously, exactly. And you know, I'm going. So you may yeah. need to look in those. I know, know. <laughs> I know, and I'm going to six million dollar man hips over the next. You know, two days. I'm, I'm. We're throwing everything at this hip and back right now because I don't want to be one armed with a back out of whack. Because I, I mean, seriously, who's going to come and pick me up and put me in and out of the bed, take me in and off the toilet? My son's going to do a lot, but he's like, I'm drawing the line. When he wouldn't shave the pits, I was like, oh man, if he won't shave the pits, he's not going to do all that other stuff. So, okay. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> But I'm falling apart. But no, I'm not ready to be taken out back and shot. No. I didn't say shot. 
Yeah, you did. Well, okay. <laughs> uh, poor choice of words. Uh, coming up next, city. the Shreveport City Council held a press conference yesterday. They did, and it really wasn't a news conference because there was no questions. Sorry, not news press conference. It's okay. It's- but but a news conference is when you take questions. There, there were no questions. It was a. So what was this then? A media. Uh, it was prayer. They had three preachers preach, and then they read a couple of statements, and that was about it. And um, you know, the police chief was there, the mayor was there. So you know, we had suggested they probably wouldn't be. They were. We were wrong. Yeah, and um, spoke. And they spoke. The mayor was very brief. The chief was very. Um, he wasn't brief, but he was very. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Not specific, you know, right. very general. Very broad, and yeah. so we'll play that for you. You can reach your own conclusions. If you missed that news conference, we'll, uh, or briefing or whatever you want to call it, we'll, we'll have that next. Mike and McCarty, one call. One oh one seven FM seven ten Keel Mike and McCarty she, the uh, Shreveport City Council members a uh, certain number of members had a press conference yesterday morning at nine a.m. Uh, only three members present and uh, they I say I keep saying press conference sorry okay. it was right. a, a, a media statement mm-hmm. briefing um, whatever you want to call a it briefing yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and uh, it starts off with a uh, council member. Tabitha Taylor. The tragic incident occurred in my district and we are deeply saddened by the fatal officer-involved shooting that occurred on Friday evening on Fullerton Street. Our thoughts and condolences go out to the Bagley family and the loved ones of the deceased. The Louisiana State Police will be conducting a thorough investigation, a transparent investigation with the full cooperation of the City of Shreveport and the Shreveport Police Department. We review all of the facts and as they become available, we are committed to learning from this case to ensure the safety and well-being of everyone in our community. This tragic loss of life impacts us all, and we want you to know that we are here, that we are expedient, and we are standing along the side of the police chief, Louisiana State Police, City Marshal's office, and this family. God bless you. This past weekend, uh, when I received the call, uh, my heart bled as it do or whenever a tragedy occurs here in our city. I responded immediately to, uh, to the scene to find out as much as I could about what had occurred. And as this family mourns, my heart bleeds and I mourn also with them at the loss of another another life here in Shreveport. Upon responding to the scene and making sure that uh, everything was being done in order, by the time I got there, the Louisiana State Police was already on the scene beginning the work that they are doing. I want to thank them, the Louisiana State Police, for Uh, accepting the call whenever we need to come in as an independent body and investigate uh, matters involving uh, the Shreveport Police Department. Uh, Thank them so much uh, for doing that. But my heart bleeds with the family because another loss 
life has taken place here within, within our city. And I'm quite sure that uh, within the coming days, within the coming weeks, uh, there will be more details that we'll know about the incident and be able to further elaborate on it. But you can rest assured that a thorough investigation will take place. Uh, the facts, without a doubt, uh, will be uncovered and revealed. And whatever actions that need to be taken uh, to do our very best to make sure that it doesn't occur again uh, will take place at that time. Uh, I, join, I join these council members in prayer for all involved. And uh, we pledge the full cooperation of the city in the investigation for the Louisiana State Police. And I thank you all for being here. Well, we know, uh, we know more information will be coming forth. Uh, I've got a story on Keel News now that includes the uh, Louisiana State Police Colonel Lamar Davis. Mm -hmm. um, uh, there's a video of his statement on, uh, on keelnews.com. And he said at the, at the appropriate time, we'll release... You know the the information, including I guess body cam footage. Yes, they are going to release the footage. We do know that um, Mr. Bagley was not armed um, and had jumped from a second floor balcony at the Villa Norte Apartments and had fled. And as the officer came around a corner, um, spotted the suspect and fired the one shot. Um, the officers did render aid, um, but Mr. Bagley died. Why and would you run? If you had a warrant out for your arrest, perhaps if you, you know, if you had previous run-ins with the police that you weren't, you know, that that were bad, I, you know, I don't know. We we can't speculate this morning. We it, it's really hard to do that. Um, it's just it's a tragic story for all families involved, and we need to keep both Mr. Bagley and the officer, Officer Tyler's family, in in your prayers because Officer Tyler is a 23 year old man. And I'd hate to think, you know, this was an awful, awful mistake on his part that may end up ruining his career, may ruin his life. I mean, he could he could be charged. He could be right. facing a crime. And, and that's going to all be up to the, you know, the investigators and, and what they decide to do. But it's an awful situation. State police are reviewing that and will uh, obviously forward more information as it becomes available. Mm -hmm. 1017F Tree. One oh one seven FM seven ten Keel Michael McCarty. Why are you mad at me? I'm not mad at you. I, okay. But we talked uh, yesterday about the Grammys mm -hmm. and the performance by Sam Smith. Yeah. Aaron, this is one depraved individual. Is he really? And you made the comment. This is what, and and my wife and I were watching this. That, oh, it wasn't that bad. It, I didn't see that. I, I really didn't. Maybe I wasn't paying attention. You weren't paying attention. Okay. I, I can't even. And here's the problem. I, I can sit here and tell you how hideously offensive this was. Mm -hmm. And and they showed another video of his with, um, obviously, he's a transgender. I don't know. He's no clue. Dressed, he was dressed up in a dress and... In, in in this other video, and these women are bouncing, and he's hitting them, and it's simulated sex. They were literally nothing but leather pouches and mm. rolling in bed. I mean, my wife is like, oh, my gosh, this is just porn. Yeah. 
And this was, but but the performance from the Grammys, he was apparently Satan, and all these women dancers. There were dancers were, around him. Were dancing around him like they were demons, you know. Like they were worshiping him. Yeah. I'm gonna have to go back and look at it because I I, it I didn't pay attention very to detail. Disturbing. Oh, okay. And of course, it's 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 like, well, it's just a song. It's just music. It's just a video. But you know, remember remember a few months ago, this cartoon that came out. I think on FX, Little Demon, about a girl, a girl in the suburbs, okay, living with her mom, mm-hmm. who is, and she's apparently a demon and or or battling Satan, and it's Danny DeVito is the voice of Satan. Yeah. And it all seems, well, it's a cartoon. How bad could it be? Right, right. But that's mm. that's the point. And, and the fact that you said, well, it wasn't that bad. I didn't watch closely Just, enough, I guess. Yeah, you're, you're I, right. I really want you to go back and, and I need watch to look that at it again, again and tell me what you think. Okay. And if I'm out of bounds, and see, here's, and, and I got to thinking also, I thought, you know what? I sound like the, 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 the preacher in, in, in um, Footloose. And and then I got to thinking, was that guy really wrong? Hmm. I mean, yeah. Am I just because I'm sixty years old now? It gets worse and worse it gets every worse year. Worse and worse. I mean, boy, they were losing their schnozzle over Elvis. <laughs> yeah. You know, I uh, when I, as I was watching it, but I didn't see it. But if you watch Sam it. Smith, this is not Elvis. No, no, you're right. You're right. I just didn't, I didn't pay attention to all the costuming and all that. And I, you know, you're right. And listen to the words of the song, Aaron. Um, Daddy's getting hot and mama doesn't know. And Uh, down at the. Okay. Uh, Perhaps you're right. I I mean, I'm just, I'm just. I need to pay more attention. It was disturbing. It was very disturbing. Yeah. I just. And the fact that then people were. Wow. Yeah. Applause yeah. and oh he's the greatest ever. And, Ugh. Wow. No, not good. You're right. You're it, right. It, you know, we, we we talk about, you know, uh, across the across the world how the Arabs hate us and hate America. Well you look at something like this and you go, My gosh. Right, exactly. One oh one seven FM One zero one seven FM seven ten Keel Mike and McCarty. If you haven't heard, uh, Louisiana State Police Colonel Lamar Davis will uh, next segment will play some of that press conference uh, on the Shreveport officer involved shooting. Mm-hmm. Uh, something to me that's also very disturbing is the fact that a Chinese spy balloon was able to fly all the way across our country. Did you see the track, the trajectory of the the, the path of the balloon? No, I didn't. Basically, right across the center of the United States. (laughs) Now, Aaron, this wasn't wasn't an accident. No. It wasn't a weather balloon that got blown off track. It didn't get blown off course like the Chinese are saying? No. (laughs) (laughs) And, And they're saying... That three balloons flew across during the Trump administration. Oh, yeah, and we never caught them. They're they're saying 
And but our Air they, Force never spotted them. Okay. They, yeah, but when they asked NORAD about it, no, we never saw any. We never had any reports during mm-hmm. Trump's administration. When they asked national security, no, we never, never saw anything. Yeah. So mm. the fact that China feels emboldened enough, they don't feel there will be any repercussions to fly basically a military aircraft across our country that's what it was yes now it's not a fighter jet but they're gathering information having it sent back in real time it's a spy craft folks it's they're they're gathering data they're taking pictures they're they're soaking up as much info as they can and we and we let it just and this and this doddering imbecile in the white house does nothing well, obviously, we know why. He's he's getting millions from China. Well, he says he told them to shoot it down on Wednesday, but that the Air Force said, no, we really shouldn't do that over, over land. Right. The Air Force is going to dispute a command from the commander-in-chief. Thank you. Who's the boss? Right. No, get it down. If, if, if the President of the United States says, shoot this down, regardless of what it is, mm-hmm. Uh, Air Force scrambles and they take care of it. You know what there is a lot. So to say to say this general I know. disputed a command from the commander in chief. I don't buy it. And what is there a lot of They're in liars. Montana? I'm what, sick of it. What do we have a lot of in Montana? Cows. Open land. Right. Oh yeah. There's no houses. Open land. Huge acreages, thousands and thousands of acres of open land which, in Montana, which this thing flew right across. Which China is buying, by the way. <sighs> They're purchasing our country, literally. And the Biden administration is complicit and, and absolutely allows it. You can't tell me the Air Force couldn't have found a spot and said, look, we're going to take it down over, you know, right outside of Bozeman. Right, right there, there's 3,000 acres It'll fall onto farmland. Right, right. Maybe it'll hit a Yellowstone cow. Uh, cow. Uh, who knows? We're weak. Uh, we look we are weak. weak, and we're weak in the eyes of the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, send a, send like a balloon over happens. China. Let's send one over China. Let's see how long it lasts in the air. Biden is so beholden to the Chinese government. It's it's not funny. It's laughable. It, but it's not funny. No. And and. We sit here, I'm telling you, in a hundred years, if we're still here, they're going to go, what, what were y'all thinking? How did you let Unless this we're all speaking Chinese or... Mm, yeah. The, the, How did you let this happen? You had the greatest country in the world, and you let it go. Yeah. You let it go. I'm, I'm mystified by how, this, how they did that. And, you know, if, if China does it, Guess what? North Korea is going to go, hey, we could do that. Russia, huh? Let's and, go and, do that too. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. They're going to line up and go, let's go. Let's get all their secrets. The only thing is about that is I don't know. <laughs> well, I, I'm not going to say I know. You know, Biden doesn't have these deals with Russia or, you know, Middle Eastern countries like mm-hmm. he does with China. We know he's in bed with China. I'm just Aaron. It, it's it's I'm flabbergasted. You that sound this like allows, you're pivoting. I, I'm, yeah. 
I, I'm flabbergasted yeah. that this is allowed to happen. And and people, first of all, you know, my first reaction was a balloon. It's a balloon for crying yeah, out loud. Yeah. How threatening is a balloon? Oh no. It's very threatening. Mm-hmm. It's Absolutely. a spy aircraft right. that was allowed to fly across our entire country. They didn't shoot it down until it got back over the ocean on the east coast after coming from the west coast. All the way across the country. Mm. It's frustrating. It really is. It, it's, it's so frustrating. We will hear from Louisiana Colonel uh, Lamar Davis. Uh, they had a press conference yesterday. Uh, the state police has taken over the investigation of the Shreveport officer-involved shooting, and we'll hear from him from that press conference next with Mike and McCarty. One hundred and one. One hundred one seven FM, seven ten Keel, Mike and McCarty. Of course, the the big news story this week is the Shreveport officer-involved shooting that took place Friday night, uh, Villa Norte Apartments in North Shreveport. There's a story on KeelNews.com that includes the complete uh, news conference that would uh, the colonel from the Louisiana State Police in Baton Rouge, the, 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 the boss of the entire Louisiana State Police came up from Baton Rouge. Uh, they issued a statement yesterday, and here's what he had to say and why he came up here himself. It's important for me to be here today to speak with you and as well as our public safety partners so that we can ensure that everybody understands that we're going to conduct this investigation as accurately and as thoroughly as possible, okay? We're in the process of, of conducting this investigation. We're gathering the facts as we stand right now. And while we do not have all of the information, I did want to take and provide some information to the community and give you all an update. So please bear with us as I'm only able to discuss the facts of the case as it is today, as this investigation is ongoing. On Friday, February 3rd, the Shreveport Police Department requested LSP Bureau of Investigations, Criminal Investigations Division, conduct an officer-involved shooting that occurred in the city of Shreveport. The preliminary investigation revealed that at approximately 10.51 p.m. on February 3rd, 2023, two Shreveport police officers responded to the Villa Norte apartment complex located in the 1600 block of Fullerton Street in reference to a domestic disturbance call. Upon their arrival, officers encountered 43-year-old Mr. Alonzo Bagley inside the apartment. Mr. Bagley accessed the balcony from the rear bedroom door and jumped to the ground. He then fled from officers. SPD officer Alexander Toller was chasing Mr. Bagley on foot and Officer Toller located Mr. Bagley a short time later. Upon rounding a corner of the building, Officer Tyler observed Mr. Bagley and fired one shot from his surface weapon, which struck Mr. Bagley in the chest. Both officers immediately began to render first aid. Mr. Bagley was transported to Oshner LSU Health in Shreveport for treatment, but was later pronounced deceased. The incident scene was processed by the Louisiana State Police Crime Scene Technicians and evidence analysis remain ongoing.
Detectives did not locate any weapons near or on the person of Mr. Bagley. Louisiana State Police detectives are still gathering evidence and interviewing those involved in the incident. I'm asking for the community to remain patient as we continue to conduct a very thorough investigation. While some may think that this is something that we can come and arrive to a conclusion immediately, I offer that it's incumbent upon us to conduct a very thorough investigation so that we have all the facts. Transparency in the investigation is a priority for our agency, and as we move forward in the investigation, we'll work to review all of the evidence, determine further information to be released, including the body-worn camera and the in-car camera videos. Wouldn't say when those videos will be released. Well, but they're he still is, doing yes. an investigation. But, you know, it. this is, in the grand scheme of things, this is a big story. This is a this is a it's police an unfortunate officer. story yeah. all the way around. Mm -hmm. and the, the the officer involved is just just past being a rookie officer. He's mm -hmm. twenty three years old. Yeah, and and we don't know the situation whether he I mean, obviously he felt threatened um, at some point. The the you would Mr. Hope. Bagley jumped out of a, a window, jumped off the balcony, out of the out of the back bedroom, mm -hmm. and took off. So immediately, as an officer, your adrenaline dumps. Boom. Yes. And you go You're chase. now into a fight-or-flight situation. Mm -hmm. And now he's after, you know, chasing. I'm Look, I don't know the situation. I'm just telling you from experience what happens to you during that situation as an officer. But to, but to learn the suspect was unarmed um, and, and now, is just, it's troubling. I mean, for everybody that is looking at it, it's troubling. Sure, of course it is. It's mm. very disturbing, and it's sad all the way around. Absolutely. Um, I know during training when I was with Bozier, we went through extensive monthly firearms training. They had a, they had a, a, a house, I, I say that parenthetically, set up made of, of brick, uh, these uh, uh, cinder blocks, mm -hmm. okay, so you could shoot in there. And it was a shoot-don't-shoot shoot situation. It was oh, training. Yeah. And and there would be posters that would turn around. You've probably seen them in movies oh, or yeah, TV shows. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And, and we you would go through there, and, and it was now. You're not in an actual live situation. That right. adrenaline hasn't dumped like a live situation where your life could possibly be in danger. Mm -hmm. But you do the, you know, the training is done the best it can. Sure. And, and you identify a possible target or not. And so. Split second decisions it, are tough. It, that's it. Yeah. You're in a split second decision. And this is a 23 year old. Again, I am not defending the officer there was no weapon found mr bagley didn't have a weapon uh lieutenant uh, colonel davis said on or near him right in the exactly. statement so we just pray for all families involved absolutely oh it's just that's just tragic mm -hmm. 1017 fm together How much? How long? <laughs> 101.7 FM, 710 Keel. Mike and McCarty. 
We were talking about the uh, Shreveport officer-involved shooting that took place last Friday night. And one of the messages on the Shreveport Security Systems message board, uh, pertaining to the last segment, uh, Jay says, sounds like you're making excuses, Mike. Uh, mm-hmm. and, and look, I'm not making excuses. I don't know the situation. I freely admit we none of us know other than those that were involved. Mm-hmm. Uh, the situation, the thinking of the officer, what what he saw, what happened. I'm right. not making excuses. Right. Uh, I was just talking about the training that we went through. I know they go through training, mm-hmm. uh, but this this officer was 23 years old. Uh, should officers be 25 or 28 before going on patrol? I, right. You know right. that's. I, I I don't know. It's 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 a. It's a it's a frustrating situation. It's it's a, a tragic situation all around because these lives are now going to be affected and ruined uh, because of this event that took place. And this officer wasn't alone. I mean, he had another officer with him. Apparently, they you know they were giving chase. Uh, it's it, it it's just a tragedy. It really is a tragedy. And there's more you know there there's more investigation to be done. Um, state police are investigating it, and we'll have to see you know where the investigation leads us. Um, but again, they they have promised to release the body cam footage. I only, I only say, um, you know, they they said he said he would show it to the family and all that. I don't know if I'd want to see that. If I'm the mama uh, or the sibling, yeah. I don't know if I want to watch that video. No. You know, I'm not sure that I want to see that. Yeah. Um, I guess I want to kind of know, you know, what motivated the officer to shoot. But I'm not sure I want to see that video. And but I know they release it, and I know it will be shown. And um, you know, it, it's tough because we see these cases a lot. And you know, they release the video in Memphis. They released it immediately, almost immediately. And I, you know, I would urge the state police to, you know, go as quickly. I was a little bit uh, taken aback by on the state police message board. They put the post up with the update, and then they, uh, and then there were some comments, and there were some comments on both sides. There were a lot of comments anti-state police, and then there's a message that they shut off commenting. I'm not sure that was a good idea, in you know, in in light of all the criticism of Louisiana State Police in the Ronald Green case and in other incidents. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not sure turning off the comments on that post was a good idea. I think that might inflame folks more. I'm not sure. I mean, they know what they're doing, and maybe things had gotten, you know, hostile and and vulgar and, you know, cursing and all that, and I get that. But to turn off comments on that post, I'm like, "Ah, I'm not sure that was a great idea. But at what point are those comments not beneficial, you know, and and more stoking ill feelings or action? But, you know, people want to vent. And I guess the state police is saying, you know, this is not the place for that. If you want to vent... Do that on your own social media and all that. But you should have turned off the comments from jump. You shouldn't have let them start, and then they start getting a little hostile, and then you poop, shut them off. Um, but again, you don't. I guess you don't know. You know, you don't know what kind of turn it's going to take. Because state police are not the target here. I mean, they, you know, they're just simply the ones who are doing the investigation. Right. And they're like, hey, hey, we're not the, you know, we're not the ones. We're just checking. We're just going looking into it. So I'm. I just think they probably should have turned off, disabled the comments from jump and, and done it that way. But again, you know, hindsight's twenty twenty. You You never know. But there are a lot of groups in town that are very upset and they're starting to voice their opinions because this is, again, a case of a black man killed at the hands of a white police officer. And that's what's being discussed. I mean, we can we can be as quiet as we want about it, but that's 
that's the truth of the matter. And it, it needs a was full investigation. A I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I don't have a clue. I don't have a clue. And had they had dealings with this man before, all that's going to eventually come out. And, you know, we'll learn about, you know, the history. And was the man threatening the officer at the time of the shooting? Or was it a matter of a young officer made a horrible mistake? And we don't know any of that yet. And and it's horrible to try to get on get on the radio and speculate about it. But um, that we need we need all the facts and we don't have them yet. That's for sure. Yesterday we had a segment about well, actually, we we, we had several segments about uh, C. Bickham Dixon Park. And uh, I'm going to do a little follow-up on that next, Mikey McCarty, 101.7 FM. Somewhere they're speaking. It's always- 101.7 FM, 710 Keel, Mike and McCarty. Uh, the weekend is that when you drove through the park you saw the gate open that hasn't been open in what months or even years. years it was friday yeah. and um see bickham dixon park mm-hmm. bert coons at uh, 70th right mm-hmm. there right it's a it's a 500 plus acre park it's uh, the city of shreveport it was a spar park for years they turned it over to the red river wildlife management agency uh a couple of years ago after the 2016 flood it was really never opened again um, it had flooded almost all the way to Burt Coons, and you couldn't even get in the, the front gate. Mm-hmm. Um, city made an agreement with the, the wildlife management group. They took it over. It's essentially a, a federal agency, I guess, in a, in a, in a roundabout way. Uh, so SPAR never had to maintain it anymore. They were going to take care of it. The Red River was. And they started cleaning it up. They started working on it. They, But the gates, the main gate to get in to go to the fishing pier to the right has been open for a while. Okay. But the other gate to the left to go to the back of the park has been closed for many years. Now, the gate on the right, that just goes to the parking lot mm-hmm. by that pier. Is yes, that correct? And right. That's, and that's as far as you can go. That was as far as you could go. Okay. But on Friday, I noticed the other gate was open okay. to go to the left to and go all the way to the back. that's a road that goes all the way around. Yeah. Yes. It makes a big U all the way to the back of the park. And I thought, you know what? It's open. That's cool. I'm going to go check it out. And so I drove through the park to check it out, and I saw uh, about a dozen vehicles. Every one of those other vehicles. Now, again, I'm not saying this is what they were doing, mm-hmm. but about a dozen other vehicles were backed in a parking spot, and every one of them, not one, there was not another woman in the park, every one of them had a man behind the wheel with no other person in their car. I simply put that out there, and everybody started saying, you know what they're doing, you're naive, you know what those men are doing in that park, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, they were referencing Pickle Park and everything else that they kept saying, and I thought, yeah, I just kind of put it out there that the park's back open and took some pictures, put it at keelnews.com, showing some pictures of some of the cars. I guess some of the car- one of the guys in one of the cars started following me as I'm leaving the park. After you had taken pictures. Uh, yeah, they see me taking pictures and follows me. And so I decided to go in by the pier and he followed me in there. Oh. And so I sped out because I didn't want him getting my license plate. So right. I sped out of there and uh, got out. We got a message on the Shreveport Security Systems message board. And uh, Mike, and he says somewhere in Bossier Parish, 
Not all who visit the park are backed up in the parking spot is there for whatever nonsense you think they're there for. I go there at times to pray and to listen to God's word. Okay. That's what, that's what Mike says in uh, somewhere in Bossier Parish. Okay. Well, we got a picture on the uh, Shreveport Facebook page, the Keel Facebook page, of uh, the gates were closed. Yesterday. yesterday with the caption now look what you've done now look what you've done <laughs> by the way i'm over here trying to write an article and i was in the middle of writing something and i i started typing pickle park when you said it <laughs> oh i'm sorry ruben i'm sorry i almost put pickle park in this child id kits i apologize and on that note 1017 fm go Seven FM, seven ten. Keel, Mike, and McCarty. Uh, no secret, I do not follow the NBA. I love sports, but I don't. I just don't follow basketball. Mm-hmm. Uh, every once in a while, I'll watch some LSU basketball, but that's even rare. Yeah, it's just not my sport. Um, so you, yeah. you said tickets. For this game are seventy four thousand well, dollars. That's the high end. There was a how much is a hot dog? <laughs> Five thousand dollars. This game, and I'm not sure who they play tonight, but the Lakers game, um, I think it is uh, tomorrow night. Oklahoma City Thunder in Los Angeles. Um, excuse me, it's the Lakers in Oklahoma City tonight. Or Thursday uh, in Los Angeles against the Milwaukee Bucks. Here's what the problem is. Here's the situation. Why the tickets are now? That's just the, the high end. But but the baseline ticket price is now over a thousand. But the high end tickets seventy four grand. LeBron James is now thirty five points away from tying Kareem Abdul Jabbar's total points total of thirty yep, thirty eight thousand three hundred eighty seven. If he scores thirty six, he breaks the record. Um, a lot of debate about, you know, who's the GOAT? Is it LeBron? Is it Michael Jordan? You know, to have somebody who's not a center have the scoring title. Is Bill Lambeer in that debate at all? I, I, don't, I don't think so. I don't think so. Um, it is, uh, for me, it kind of sways me because I've always been a Michael Jordan gal. I mean, Michael Jordan's a GOAT. You can't take that away. He's going to have more titles, obviously. But this for LeBron to not be a center, to be, what's he, a power forward, um, that that is a pretty big accomplishment. Okay. 38,352 points is where he is. He needs 35 to tie, 36 to take the record. He's averaging 30 points a game. So His, people want yeah. to be at the game where the record is broken and mm -hmm. say, I was there. It could be tonight. Um, if he gets 36 points tonight, it's done. If not, it's most certainly going to be Thursday night in L.A. You know, I'm sure he wants to do it in L.A., but they're both these games are home games. So uh, in the next couple of nights, it's going to be a new record. He's going to be ahead of Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. That's kind of cool. Yeah. Kind of cool. Uh, you know, I don't I don't know uh, the Michael Jordan, LeBron James debate. Uh, I, I'm, I'm still a Michael Jordan kind of nut, but I'm leaning toward LeBron now. I got to admit, I'm, I'm leaning what that, was that way. Documentary last year, um, 
Michael Jordan in, in the oh was yeah very good it was yeah very, I, I just saw it scrolling around the other day and I mm-hmm. can't think of the name oh, oh my god it was really good I'm not but, even a sports guy that it was, was a, a multi what a multi episode right oh right like a mini series documentary it was yeah. very good and you know of course the NBA is now doing the LeBron James scoring tracker you know and all that and they're keeping track of everything uh, but his his career average of thirty points is well beyond Michael Jordan's average. Um, how old is he now? 38, 37? He's up there. Yeah. And he's still playing, and he's still playing at a high level. So, uh, Well, obviously extremely gifted. Oh, absolutely yeah. extremely gifted. He's going to have to bring home some more rings, though. I, you know, I think he's got one or two. Maybe I'm wrong. Well, but I'm how sorry. How much time do you have left to that, exactly. get more how rings? Exactly. Mu- how much time? You're right. The clock's ticking. 1017 FM, 710. Life. One hundred one seven FM, seven ten Keel, Mike and McCarty. We've been discussing pretty much all morning the uh, situation. Uh, Shreveport officer involved shooting took place last Friday night. The Louisiana State Police have been brought in to investigate. Um, Shreveport police officer killed uh, another individual, and uh, state police colonel has come up from Baton Rouge, the commander of the entire Louisiana State Police, uh, during this investigation. They held a press conference yesterday, and this is what he had to say, why he's here. It's important for me to be here today to speak with you and as well as our public safety partners so that we can ensure that everybody understands that we're going to conduct this investigation as accurately and as thoroughly as possible. Okay? We're in the process of, of conducting this investigation. We're gathering the facts as we stand right now. And while we do not have all of the information, I did want to take and provide some information to the community and give you all an update. So please bear with us as I'm only able to discuss the facts of the case as it is today, as this investigation is ongoing. On Friday, February 3rd, the Shreveport Police Department requested LSP Bureau of Investigations, Criminal Investigations Division conduct an officer-involved shooting that occurred in the city of Shreveport. The preliminary investigation revealed that at approximately 10.51 p.m. on February 3rd, 2023, Two Shreveport police officers responded to the Villa Norte apartment complex located in the 1600 block of Fullerton Street in reference to a domestic disturbance call. Upon their arrival, officers encountered 43-year-old Mr. Alonzo Bagley inside the apartment. Mr. Bagley accessed the balcony from the rear bedroom door and jumped to the ground. He then fled from officers. SPD officer Alexander Toller was chasing Mr. Bagley on foot, and Officer Toller located Mr. Bagley a short time later. Upon rounding a corner of the building, Officer Toller observed Mr. Bagley and fired one shot from his surface weapon, which struck Mr. Bagley in the chest. Both officers immediately began to render first aid. Mr. Bagley was transported to Oshner LSU Health in Shreveport for treatment, but was later pronounced deceased. The incident scene was processed by the Louisiana State Police Crime Scene Technicians 
and evidence analysis remain ongoing. Detectives did not locate any weapons near or on the person of Mr. Bagley. Louisiana State Police detectives are still gathering evidence and interviewing those involved in the incident. I'm asking for the community to remain patient as we continue to conduct a very thorough investigation. While some may think that this is something that we can come and arrive to a conclusion immediately, I offer that it's incumbent upon us to conduct a very thorough investigation so that we have all the facts. Transparency in the investigation is a priority for our agency, and as we move forward in the investigation, we will work to review all of the evidence, determine further information to be released, including the body-worn camera and the in-car camera videos. Gold. One oh one seven FM seven ten Keel Mike and McCarty. Let's change gears a little bit. Valentine when is Valentine's Day officially officially? One week from today. Is it so it's it's not on the weekend. It's Hold the fourteenth. So today's the seventh okay, so it's next week it's the fourteenth. <laughs> when did he really right just now. ask me Okay, yeah, it's the four it's always the fourteenth, Mike. Okay. Well I know that. I didn't know <laughs> the date. It's like a Tuesday. Why should anyway. Oh man! All right, I need some more Baileys. You were um, blonde, weren't you? In the studio, no, it's fire engine red. <laughs> okay. Uh, we've got one of the crews from River City's Jubilee. Is that correct? That's right. Chorus. Um, you guys have uh, it's it's barbershop quartet. Right. It's a lost art, isn't it? We have been here seventy-five years. This is our seventy-fifth. Anniversary. Wind, yeah, Wendell, so. This is Wendell Glass. Yeah, Wendell Glass. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and introduce your guys here just real quick. So we have Gene Gardner here, and we have Dick Chilvers, and we have Parker Webster here with me today. Is Parker one of the younger guys in the? He's one of the younger, but not the youngest guy in the in okay. the group. Okay. So we're spread from twenties to eighties. Okay. It's a it's it's a, a great group of men. And you are you're taking your talents on the road for Valentine's Day and going to sing all over town, huh? That's right. So we're delivering singing Valentines uh, anywhere in the Shreveport, Bossier, Benton, Stonewall area. We'll come out to a business or a home or wherever you'd like for us to go and deliver uh, a beautiful singing Valentine for someone special to you. We deliver the Valentine, the songs, uh, card, and a, a silk rose, and we have some other add-ons that you can get from us as well to make this holiday very special for somebody who's special to you. And uh, and and you do these topless, is that right? <laughs> just just nothing but a bow tie, is that? Well, you know. Then you're gonna have to pay me if these guys come topless. You're gonna have to pay me. Yeah. yeah they just wear the vests and the bow tie. That's. I, I think that's probably would not be helpful. Okay. <laughs> Okay, we want to hear a sample. So, what's, what's the what, like one of the most popular songs that you? So, do? we usually do uh, some old barbershop standards. We do "Let Me Call You Sweetheart," mm -hmm. and we do a song called "Heart of My Heart," and they're just old barbershop ballad love songs, and we deliver those and. And uh, you know, we our aim is to make the recipient tear up and cry. That's what we're trying to do. Oh. Okay, touch a heart and uh, and get some. Now, in the some in the movie Music Man, uh -huh. that that was a world famous quartet. The, the Buffalo Bills. Yeah. Buffalo Bills. The Buffalo Bills. Yes, indeed. And, and what what did they sing? They 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 sang some. 
they sang standards. well. They sang a whole bunch of barbershop standards. Yeah, they, yeah. But they sang. Uh, 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 I, I really threw you a low. You did kind of throw me a curve, mm-hmm. but, but that's okay. Now, uh, when you go out, you're singing one tune, correct? We sing two. Two, two okay. songs. We sing both of those songs. Okay. okay. Heart in my heart, and and let me call you sweetheart. And uh, like I said, we deliver the no uh, free bird. No free bird. No. <laughs> Just uh-uh. checking. <laughs> No, right. no, for no free bird. But, I'm, uh, I'm ready. I want to hear. I want to okay. hear you. You guys got to get in your little positions, okay, right? We'll get set up. And here. Um, they're gonna sing. I'm gonna pretend like they're singing to me. Okay. Well, of course. You they're know. not singing to me. <laughs> At least they better not be. And a barbershop quartet is that's four guys, right? In a quartet. It'll be a quartet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that, that you sound like me now. Yep. All right, we're ready. Let me call you sweetheart, I'm in love with you. Let me hear you whisper that you love me too. Keep a love light glowing in your eyes so true. We're going to do the other one in a minute, but I want to ask Parker, the young, the youngster, in the group. You are how old? I am twenty-four. Wow. How wait, how tall are you? I am six foot seven, so I'm having to bend oh over. Oh my gosh! <laughs> how long have you been singing? I have really only barbershop, probably a year and a half, maybe. I mean, okay. I'm, I'm new to this. And so. what are, and what do you sing? Alto. I, I tenor, sing tenor, so tenor. Okay. it would be like a lady's alto. So it's really, really high, highest part of the melody. So. Okay. Now, what are what do these cost? If I want to have a the singing Valentine scent, uh, what does it cost? Well, it starts at sixty dollars for our basic package, which is just a card, a personalized card, and a silk rose. And we have options that that go up. Um, where uh, where you get two songs and then then going on going forward you have a, a card and a balloon or a card. There's a bunch of different combinations mm-hmm. you can put on there with a bear even, and so um, we really let it be customizable to your liking. So that's cheaper than a dozen roses it today. It is. Way cheaper. It is. Wow. And it's, and it's, spe- it's more special. I mean, it's, oh. it's very personal. I got almost teared up. I was like, <laughs> y'all are singing for me. That is so cool. And um, how soon are you going to start them? When when's the first day you're going to start going out? Well, we start going out on Monday. Um, the 13th and we're going to be doing some on the 14th and really you can schedule those from 8 to noon and noon to about 4 and then we also will allow uh, for an extra additional cost to do some at the evening um, for those who want that special maybe a Valentine's dinner that we may come and be able to to sing for that oh wow and then you're doing them on Tuesday as well we all are, day yes. Valentine's Day but yes. those are topless no they're not <laughs> and how many teams do you have we have about four teams, okay. about four, three or four teams. Hopefully, we'll be able to have more as time goes on. Uh, okay. But time will tell. Now, I, right. I got a text from Stephen Parr. We were asking about music, man. Light a rose. Light a rose. Yeah, yeah. Oh, of course. Okay. I went, yeah, immediately. So Thank you, Stephen. Oh, that's really cool. Now, how have, have some of y'all been doing this for like 10, 12 years, 15 years? Probably 20 years. For me. 20 years? Wow, that's incredible. Okay, sing one for Mikey now. Mikey right. wants one sung to him. Heart of my heart. <clears throat> heart of my heart, 
not without you. Light of my life, my darling, I love you. I love you. I can forget you Down at the end, what's his name again? Gene. Gene. Gene sings baritone. And he's one doing it 20 years? Yeah. I, I appreciate the song. I, I didn't appreciate the winking. Um, but, <laughs> hey, but I, there's no <laughs> winking going on. What's going on with you, the, you're doing something with LifeShare Blood Center, too. Yeah, so uh, LifeShare is uh, doing a thing where they are, if you'll uh, donate, I think, uh, today and tomorrow and Thursday, They'll put your name or Thursday. So they're uh, uh, they're doing a drawing and they'll uh, draw for somebody to come sing a Valentine. So if you go deliver, I mean, go uh, donate blood there, then your name will be put in the hat and you might win a, a singing Valentine. Cool. Okay, so once again, it's River City's Jubilee right? men's choruses. Right. And right. tell us if somebody is interested. How do they get in touch with you again? So they can either go to our website, shreveportharmony.org, or they can call the phone number, 318-673-4968. Do you have a Facebook page? We have a Facebook page as well. It's also at uh, Shreveport Harmony, Facebook slash Shreveport Harmony, and, and you can you can reach us there, too. So cool. Thank you guys for coming in. Thank you for having yeah, us. Yeah, nice little treat, a little distraction. That was, that was wonderful. Thank Thanks, you. guys. Thank Take you. care. Hang on. 1017 FM, 7... One one seven FM seven ten Keel Mike and McCarty. That's going to be stuck in my head all day now. <laughs> Let me call yeah. you, sweetheart. You could go on tour with them. Okay, I've done a, I've done musical theater. Mm-hmm. I've done Fiddler on the Roof. Yeah, uh, Les Mis. I've done what? No, 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 no. Keep going. <laughs> what is that? Ruben knows what I'm th- thinking. <laughs> We're not saying that on the radio. Oh well. Oh. Now I'm through. I'm yeah, through. Uh, don't, don't say diddler on the roof on the radio. Yeah, don't, don't do that. <laughs> say that. Don't ruin that. <laughs> Let me tell you what. Tevia is one of my favorite roles that I've yeah. ever done. He is a, a man of faith. Mm-hmm. He is a, a, a family man who cares nothing more than his relationship with God and his family and his daughters. It's a fantastic great. show. It is a I, fantastic it's show. It's one of my favorite roles of all day. Yeah, here's this Nordic. Irish, English, Scotch guy playing a, a Jewish patriarch. I thought of that, yeah. <laughs> but I loved it. How long ago but was I that? I don't read music. Oh. I don't read, I, I, I you know, I, I, I can't really sing. I just fake it. I listen to what, you know, I listen to the <laughs> songs and learn them. Oh, man. Um, but I actually went to, we had the River Cities Jubilee 
um, in just a moment ago for those who are just tuning in. And they did a couple of songs. I actually looked at joining them at did one you point. Really? This is a few years ago and went to a few rehearsals, a few Very of their meetings. Cool. I would love it. Um, but it's, it's you know, it's a time commitment. You bet. Absolutely. And, and with everything else and when I'm doing theater and we have rehearsal, I can't. I can't overcommit. Right. So, right. But I, I did love it. I did love it. Those I'm sure they fine. do things other than Valentine's Day too. I bet. Oh, absolutely. I bet they have all kind oh, of yeah. things they they do. And that was fun. It was it was interesting. That that's a that's a cute little different different kind of Valentine to send. Yeah. And they were and they came in this radio, but they came in in their little white shirts and black vests oh, and yeah. red bow ties and they looked sharp <laughs> looked very sharp so that was fun it's fun cheaper than a dozen roses these days which will set you back 75 bucks for what it's worth and they're dead two days not later for me yeah you're not I, doing it no. well my wife she doesn't appreciate that yeah there's a lot of women who don't she doesn't i told you our 10th anniversary i got her a diamond tennis bracelet and she was like uh take it back wow it's a waste of money <laughs> Oh my now, goodness! I buy her a live rose bush yeah. and then plant it out in the yard. Mm-hmm. Happy as a clam. So you gave her the money for the tennis bracelet. You just gave her the check, right? Coming up, <laughs> we've got. <laughs> no, I did not. Wow. One hundred seven FM seven life. One hundred one seven FM, seven ten Keel, Mike and McCarty. You said there's a new Brookshire's Brookshire Brothers. Mm-hmm. Not Brookshire Brothers. Those are two separate entities. Yes, apparently. this is a this is good news if you're a North Bossier resident. The Brookshire's at Airline Drive near Wimple Road is opening Friday. Now they're doing a soft opening. I think Thursday afternoon at five. I, I think you may have to have like a special invite to that. Um, and then the ribbon cutting is Friday morning, 9 a.m. This is a, a mega Brookshire's. It's a 55 plus thousand square foot Brookshire's with, I mean, everything from the full service deli, sushi, floral shop, drive-in pharmacy. I, I wasn't listening. Where, the, where was it? Where is it? Airline Drive near Wimple Road. Oh, yeah, yeah, North yeah. Bossier. And right up, it, up past 220. Mm-hmm. And it's that they've kind of been building simultaneously that one along with the one in South Shreveport. And the one in Southeast Shreveport should be open. It's a matter of weeks now. They were hiring, they were staffing up. It looks like they were, they're hoping for the end of February. It may be a little bit longer, but they're, it's going to be a very similar store. And it's at Norris Ferry and Southern Loop. It's going to be, what did we name it? We, we, Ruben had a new name for it. Yeah, because it. I was going to say the big conundrum is what to call it because there's already a Gucci Brookshire's. And a Kardashian uh, Kroger. Uh, Bugatti Brookshire's? Was Bo- that it? Bugatti, Bugatti Brookshire's, yeah. yeah. So the Bugatti Brookshire's is on the way for Southeast Shreveport. But the one at Airline Drive is ready to go. I mean, they've got it all. They've got it fully staffed. I mean, it's going to have uh, beer and wine, a full selection of beer and wine. It's going to be a, a, a game changer now, for see, folks I, in North I remember Bossier. I worked for Brookshire's back in, I'm talking 70s. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> back in that day. They didn't, have, they didn't have wine and beer. 
at the Brookshire stores. Oh, they do now. And it's, you know, what's interesting is inside this Brookshire's, they're going to have a CC's coffee and a Pizza Hut inside the Brookshire's. Nice. That's kind of cool. So if you're leaving and you haven't fixed dinner yet and you're like, oh, let me pick up. You could order your pizza while you're shopping, then pick it up on your way out the door. I think that's really cool. And the other thing about these two Brookshire's is they have hired a staff. They focused on a, a staff to simply do curbside delivery. They're going to be personal shoppers that'll do your shopping for you, and then they'll bring it out to your car because they know that that market is growing. People right. that just want to shop online and come pick it up, and they're so going to have So you take advantage of that service. All the time. Okay. You've got somebody that you trust, obviously. Oh, absolutely. I just can't, I can't pull that trigger. I order online. I've ordered shoes online, for crying mm -hmm. out loud. You know, so I'm not opposed to ordering online, but I don't want somebody picking out my bananas and my, you know, my milk. I'm, I'm very happy. I like happy. to do that my, myself, I am but you're so happy with happy it. I'm so happy with it. Do you and meet they, the shoppers beforehand? No, but they text you. They'll text you and say, hey, I'm shopping for your groceries. Um, hey, we need a substitute. You know, we don't have grape jelly. Do you want raspberry or, you know, whatever. They'll tell you if, if they've got some substitutes. Um, and you can put in your order make all the substitutes you want i don't you don't need to contact me you can say that mm -hmm. um if they you know if you want two loaves of bread and they only have the one of the loaf you like they'll they'll make a substitution and they're very good about it and i have very very few substitutions Chip, typically they have everything i want i have never gotten home and i say never i raise my right hand this is my right hand and i say i've never gotten home and said oh this apple's bad i need to throw it out i've never had a bad piece see, of produce I, I like honey crisp apples Mm-hmm. I know how I like them, and I know I pick them out individually. Now they have a they have a notation thing on every item you buy. If you want to go in and say, "I like my honey crisp apples fist size or whatever you like them, however you like them," mm -hmm. you can put that in the notation. Like I put green bananas, you know, very not not very ripe bananas, mm -hmm. and I get bananas that are perfect, just like Crap. I like. I was supposed to bring one this morning. My uh, wife asked me last night, "Will you take a banana to work?" <laughs> I had a banana on the way. I always okay, do. Okay, let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. Do you tip when they bring out your groceries? Do you tip Yes. Them? Oh, absolutely. You take good care of them because well, they... Well, yeah. Most every time except this week. And I'm very sorry to the Albertson <laughs> shopper this week. All I had was a $1 bill. And that's chinchy. I mean, it was a $160 oh, yeah. order. Yeah, that's chinchy. And I gave her a $1 bill. I felt so See, I'm terrible. I'm an over-tipper. I'm an over-tipper. And over -tipper. I would normally, it's normally a five minimum. And, you know, I last time, I two weeks ago, I gave him a 10 because I didn't I didn't have anything else. And I said, hey, my son picked up one day, and I think he might have missed you. He, she goes, no, he didn't miss us. He got us. Yeah, at Brookshire's, said, they told us, don't accept tips. Mm -hmm. Unless they insist. Now, if they insist... Then go ahead, because yeah. then you're going to offend them by not accepting Oh, it. I insist. If I go yeah. to Brookshire's, I do it. But, yeah, it's it's exciting news for Bossier residents. They've been waiting and watching this construction, and now Friday morning is the day. The doors will swing open. It's kind of cool. Talk a little crawfish coming up next. 101.7 FM. 7. Um. One hundred one seven FM, seven ten Keel, Mike and McCarty. Was it one of y'all that told me that traffic is already lining up down Uri Drive um, by Rubber Boot? 
somebody posted that yeah there was a traffic jam i think this was their first weekend that they had crawfish and the traffic was lined yeah i up. saw the uh, big inflatable crawfish out there so mm, yeah, yeah. must be up and operational yeah crawfish places are busy because the prices have come down they come back down yeah and and from what i understand i haven't gotten any yet that they're 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 increasing in size they're not like the large ones yet mm-hmm, not yet it's still early in the season um but but they're I, I, i've got a story on keelnews.com about uh they're they're getting to be you know regular we're about at normal right for where we should be this time of year yes that's the that's the thing they're about six bucks a pound something like yeah, that something like that for boiled mm-hmm. and then, 50 yeah. for live if you want to go get a bag of live that the, they don't have as many places don't have live right now because i was doing the i do the checks every every week or every other week of the mm-hmm. prices and not as many spots have live crawfish but some of the big ones do and uh, the price is about three fifty, pretty common standard price at all of them. Yeah, I still, when I when you tell me it's six six fifty a pound for boiled, and I'm only eating a third of it, <laughs> you keep bringing that. I got to multiply that times three, which makes them nineteen dollars a pound or better, and I can get a nice steak for that. And so I just can't justify them yet. Well, it's too much. What you're in the mood for? Or yeah, what you want. exactly. I just I just can't eat them like you do. I, I you know I I can't do the twist pinch. Right. I just see that black thing in my brain the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> what is what is that? I need I, <sighs> I need you to research that. It's not going to hurt you. Whatever it is. It might. It's been boiled. I, I, I'm I'm living proof. <laughs> I'm sitting here telling you, I've had yeah. thousands of them. It's not going to hurt you. And you don't get a tummy ache from them? No. You don't, you know? It's better. They're actually good for you. No, they're not. Statistics have shown that that is, is like liver. And you know what they say about statistics? That ain't liver. 90% of them are made up on the spot. <laughs> exactly. Um, <laughs> but it's, it's not harmful. Just get over that. How do we know that? I need some researchers to send us a message. I, I, okay, I'm, that's going to be my my remind me, and I'm going to look that up. I don't What's have time the black right now. thing on a crawfish? Well, we know what it is. Should you eat it or not? not? Yes. No. <laughs> You're wasting this, your time. Is this our first fight? <laughs> <laughs> I hope so. The black thing on a crawfish is our first fight. The, in, oh. the entrails. <laughs> Is that what it is? Entrails? I don't know. I don't want any entrails. <laughs> no. Ugh. It's so small. It's insignificant. But if we're wasting our time pinch, taking the tail off and then peeling off the first two or three rings. Right. Yeah, and you're then pinch- wasting so much time. You're working way harder than you have to work. You just pop it off, pinch, and... Boom. S- pull it out as you pinch. Boom. Okay. I'll have to. I'll have to try it. But I just we gotta I'll, get some in here one morning. I don't yeah. know how we're gonna get fresh boiled crawfish in here at seven in the morning or whatever. We'll have to work on that. We'll have to work on that. I'll just close my eyes while I'm eating the black thing. It's yeah, just eating <laughs> <laughs> the black thing. Oh, okay. I gotta figure. I'm, I'm gonna look that up. Okay, do please research. do. Should we be eating it or not? Yes. I'm telling. <laughs> I don't have to look that up. Yes. No. Mike and McCarty, 101.7 FM.